Thank you for joining in to the Same Wavelength Holiday Special with your hosts, Tyler and Michael. Please stick around to enjoy the festivities. On the first review of Christmas, we have given you... Nightmare Before Christmas. On the second day of Christmas, Michael has gifted you... Tokyo Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. On the third day of Christmas, the turkey gobbled up... Into the Dark Pilgrim, Tokyo Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. On the fourth day of Christmas, we all stayed home and watched... Home Alone, Into the Dark, Tokyo Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. On the fifth day of Christmas, we have gone overseas. Rare exports, Home Alone, Into the Dark, Tokyo Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. All of those movies we are reviewing... On the sixth day of Christmas, we turn on the TV. A Christmas Carol, Rare Exports, Home Alone, Into the Dark Pilgrim, Taco Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. And we are back, Michael. We are. What an exciting week we have. Oh, yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, considering I, uh, well, the movie we did last week, and now now we're on to this. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, last week it was a good movie, and good review came out of it. Yeah. I'm talking more in general about Christmas being just a couple weeks away. Yeah, it's getting there. We have, we have what, two weeks left? Yeah, it's officially 15 days or so, yeah. I think. So yeah, just uh, over two days, two weeks. Yep. So... I mean, today is pretty much almost over, so. yeah. but I'm excited, uh, and I mean, when this review comes out, it'll be, yeah, less than two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start really getting into the actual Christmas movies. Yeah, now it's when the Christmas spirit, get it, comes full yeah. force. It does indeed, um, and if you guys couldn't tell already, we are knocking out Christmas Carol because mm-hmm. well it wouldn't be Christmas without getting a Scrooge in there oh yeah a little bah humbug for all those who love Christmas which Michael has described me as being quite a bit whenever it comes to Christmas time uh yeah um Christmas I probably is what your least favorite holiday I think you said once I don't think it's my least favorite I think it's just tainted because everyone tries to celebrate it so early yeah, um, I can think of another Scrooge in life. We know him personally. Is it? And is it him? What? Aaron? No, not oh. Aaron. A uh, guy we work with. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Seems like nobody likes him, anyways. Yeah. But uh, no. Um, this is actually a. I was talking to you earlier about like this whole Christmas Carol mm-hmm. story. And I can't remember one time sitting down and actually watching it. Yeah. And I thought to myself, if I've never watched it, never read the book, how do I know the story? And I, I have no remembrance of actually someone telling me this story. I just know it. 
So I came to the conclusion that when you become a man, you have a dream, and the dream is the Christmas Carol. I guess. It just comes to mind. It's just that's what it is. You're just, you're not born with it. You don't innately learn it. It's just thrust upon you at some point in life. Pretty much. Your balls drop and, you know. The meaning of Christmas. You have have a choice. Either you can be Scrooge like Tyler, Mm -hmm. or you could be all joyful and happy like me for Christmas. And I've chosen happy. I've chosen Scrooge. Yep. But, uh, no, this this movie is actually, um, we sat down and watched it. Um, mm-hmm. Many, many adaptations of The Christmas Carol. Yeah, we looked it up and we're like, which one are we going to watch? This one or the, like, 15 other ones? And then, um, last podcast we talked about uh, watching the three hour long one. Who? Nope. And then we had that whole spiel of you asking if this is the correct one. I said yes. And then you know, and then you're like, that one's a play. Yeah. And I'm like, well, huh, I texted what? you. I texted you, and you didn't deny any of it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I was occupied with other things, and I just looked at it and I was like, eh, whatever. And you want to tell them what you actually ended up watching first? Yeah, of course. I ended up watching a Christmas story, which is also a classic. Oh yeah, um, I think I liked a Christmas story more than I liked this. <laughs> Yeah, um, sadly, I don't think we'll actually ever read that one this this year. Next person. But, in honor of Scrooges, um, what what do you want to, what do you think the IMDb rates this? The 1983 version? 84, yeah. I said 83 on mine. Uh, I would say they give it a... 7.3 7.3 out of 10. I actually don't have it pulled up, so I couldn't tell you if I was right or wrong. The 7.8 out of 10. Um, it is up. Okay, you got it. So it's, the popularity right now is 650. And then it's gone up 279. Damn it, I clicked on the wrong one. <laughs> is that what that means? I think Spots. so so i think the up means how much how much further up it's gone yeah dang so it's gone up a lot all right rotten tomatoes what do you think the uh tometer 89 percent. and what do you think about the audience 74 75 for audience tometer is the critics it's only one review and because there's only one review it is blank <laughs> I was a, I was literally a percentage point off. Yeah. Damn. This uh this one critic, Scott Magnolia. Steel Magnolia. <laughs> Scott. Uh common sense media is from what he's from. Bleak but solid adaptation of Dickinson's classic. Original Dickens. score, five out of five. Dickens, did I say Dickinson? Yeah, yeah. Dickens classic. Yeah, he watched this 2013. Good lord. <laughs> yep, but uh... And we're no. watching it in 2021. We are. Which is yeah. almost 40 years since this movie came out. 37 it, years. It's, it's insane. Um, go, going back um, a little bit about Scrooges and everything. In your lifetime, um, when it came to Christmas, did, did you... Anyone that like 
did you know anyone that would like really hated Christmas this time of year? No, not really. I never really had anyone who was just like, ah, fucking Christmas. The only reason I'm like it is because I don't want it to start as early as most people do. Most people start putting up lights and shit in September, and I'm like, okay, now. Yeah, I mean, I didn't put lights up in September, so. I know you did. We just um, got the lights put up here. Just like know, a week ago. I mean, but. When we end up getting the house built, I mean, I think we'll probably have it up, like, after Chris, after, uh, after Halloween, or things, yeah, after Halloween. Yeah, Michael's like, it'll, they'll just be up year-round. Year-round? <laughs> There's people that do that, they have Christmas trees, and it's, it just ends up being called, like, the, uh, the holiday tree. Whatever holiday it is, they just throw it up, they're like... There's one that's like pancake day and they just throw pancakes on it. They literally just bake pancakes and throw them at the tree. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what we missed out on? What? There's a uh, a Christmas carol with Patrick Stewart. Damn. Yeah. Maybe next time. Alright, so I I can't think of any stooges in my life, um, when it comes to Christmas, but there are people out there that just don't like it, and oh yeah, that's okay. Um, Even so, Miguel likes Christmas. Come on, Miguel. Miguel likes Christmas. His parents they just doesn't celebrate it. Yeah, that's what happens when you're Jewish. Yep. Um, yeah, actually, I think he has to tell his parents that he's going to a holiday party. <laughs> nice. Or a work party, not even like a Christmas party. Very nice. Uh, isn't that just kind of weird like I can't wrap my head around it so much but like this time of year he doesn't call Christmas yeah he's like that's oh, just I, I can't I can't like even if I didn't believe in any of that like this is still Christmas to me weird. yeah I, just, I can't it's, wrap my head it's a different it. culture yeah culture he wasn't uh he they weren't originally in but Converted, they converted. So, I mean, with that being said, um, we've we've all know we all know the story um, of uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, and so we just want to watch the one of the original movies and yeah. kind of review that movie itself instead of just the story. Uh, we all know the story. Um, we want to really pick out this movie in particular the 1984 movie yeah it runs an hour and 40 minutes mm-hmm. um and it is a pg movie so um pretty much anyone can watch it yeah um the director is clive donner writers are obviously uh charles dickens and the screenplay is roger ol herson and then you have the main character being uh George C. Scott, and then you have, uh, um, excuse me, give me a second. You have Frank Finley as one of the characters, and uh, Angela, another character. Don't know who they are exactly, but, um, oh, Angela is the ghost of Christmas Past. Yeah. Um, Frank is, uh, Jacob is, yeah. But, um, I guess with that being said, um, 
We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we will tell you what we think about this uh, movie. Dive on into this old Christmas carol. Yep. All righty. See you in a little bit. Yep. Previously, there's one that's like pancake day, and they just throw pancakes on it. They literally just bake pancakes and throw them at the tree. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what we missed out on? What? There's a... Uh, up next in my mind I just replaced it every time with like he's referring to his testicles and he's like look at them they will come for you no matter what you do he says these are your children (laughs) these are your children (laughs) and we are back yeah we are yep were you uh, visited by a ghost as well or no just a little short break get Get some liquid H2O in me and then uh, really just kind of relax for a little bit. Very nice. Yep. So, um, we should just get into it. I mean, might as well. There's no beating around the bush. Nope. Or the past bush, or the present bush, or the future bush. Yeah. So the review is going to be a little bit shorter, I think. Um, just because, like I said, we're not focusing too much on the story and more on the movie itself. Yeah. But for some of our listeners that don't know the story, we'll give you a little little uh, run through of it. I'm um, very short. Um, what it starts off with uh, Ebenezer Scrooge in his like office work area, um, his counting shop, counting shop, and he has like two employees in there. Oh no, it's just him. Remember, it's just him and the other employee. Gotcha. Okay. The other guy who came in was his nephew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, well, he came in, there was three people in total in there. Yeah. And um, the worker and the nephew were talking uh, back and forth about Christmas and what their plans are. But uh, Scrooge is over here just like, uh, yeah, y'all think you're going to be uh, having that day off type stuff, but you're going to be working. Like- Maybe I should just take the money out of your paycheck if you think that you're not going to be working that day. Yeah. And, I mean, just from there, like, he's very, uh, you can tell the route everything is going. Tell he's a dick. Yep. I mean, he even goes as far as talking about uh, one of the workers' kids, little Timmy. Mm Mm-hmm. Tiny Timmy. And And how he's, like, very sick and all that. And he don't give he don't give two rats asses. Nope, not even a single one. Nope. Um. So and uh, Scrooge ends up just going home, and he thinks he hears things and he's seeing things and stuff. You know, he's old. Whatever. The dementia. Yeah, it's got to be. He sits down. Um, probably to have a cigar and drink some whiskey. Actually, he just he just eats soup because he doesn't want to spend money on anything. Yeah. And he, uh, kind of looking off at, like, his pictures and everything he has in the house. And he sees, what is it, the Final Supper picture yeah. he has. Um, and he sees Jesus' face turn into a different face. Yeah, it's... And he thinks and, he recognizes it. And it, <clears throat> he thinks it's his old business partner, which he used to always work with. And then, um... 
surprise, their business partner walks into the door, walks into their room, but he is very pale and ghost-like, and he has a bunch of chains on him, mm. and he is a ghost. Definitely, definitely a ghost, although it might be hard to tell from this movie with how old it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything was, like, he was very blue to yeah. show it was a ghost, but no, he kind of, they kind of talked back and forth about work life, and... Um, Ebenezer Scrooge thought like it was a good work life, but yeah, um, his friend didn't think so. I mean, his friend thought that you know you you need to learn something. You need you need some teachings done. Yeah, he basically said the sins that I committed and everything, or the things that I didn't do in my life, I carry with me forever. He's like, and if you if mine looks like this, imagine how yours looks. Yep, and then he tells them, hey, you're gonna be. Each hour, one, two, and three of the night, you're going to have a visitor. Mm-hmm. And then he disappears. He kind of leaves. <laughs> he fades. He just shrinks out the window. <laughs> yep. And then 1 a.m. hits. And... It's the ghost of Christmas past. Yes. And, uh... Very, uh... This guy was very, uh... Well, the girl. Or female, sorry. Yeah. Um, she wasn't blue. Oh, no, she looked The normal. rest of the ghosts aren't really blue. Yeah. But, um, you want to take it from there? Yeah. So, basically, she's like, look, you didn't used to always be this way. And it shows him as a kid growing up. Then him as a young adult. And he finds this girl, Belle, that he really likes. And he... Like, even at one point, he's talking to this guy, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to build a great business so I can, once I have a business that's good enough for her, then, then you know, I'll marry her, and I'll give her everything. And he basically becomes a workaholic, and, like, the whole point of it is that he focuses so much on work that he doesn't, he, like, just straight up forgets about her, and she goes and starts another life with this other guy. And they have, like, 18 kids. And uh, he's like, hmm, could have been me, but it's not, so... Nope. And, I mean, it's just, he, for, from there, you start to see, like, his facial expressions, you start seeing it change a little bit. Yeah, he kind of But he starts, still has, like, he's still the, the Scrooge, still. Yeah. So that's the, uh, that's the past. Mm-hmm. And then we go to then, my favorite one. And then two o'clock hits. All right, and, um... Not two o'clock hits, and it is the future. No, it's and the ghost of Christmas present. Present, yeah. Sorry, ghost of Christmas present, and it's like this godly-looking guy, um, grapes and everything around him. Mm-hmm. Just this massive dude. Yeah, and he uh, he introduced like he tells them this is how your life is going right now. Um, he takes them kind of around town, shows. Shows him everything that's going around. People being happy, people being upset. At one point, he takes them to, like, a bunch of homeless people. Mm -hmm. And then your favorite part? Yeah, so he's sitting there, and he shows him the homeless people that that Scrooge always talks about. He's like, do they not have poor houses or prisons that they can go to? And he... (laughs) 
he stands there and he's like, these are the people of which you talk for. And speaking of which, he opens up his robe and it shows these two children underneath this dude's massive robe. And the children, they're like, they're more so metaphors because they're not actually children. He says, oh, this is ignorance and want and they will always be coming for you no matter what because of the way that you act and all that. But the way that he speaks about the children... In my mind, I just replaced it every time with, like, he's referring to his testicles. And he's like, look at them. They will come for you, no matter what you do. He says, these are your children. These are your children. (laughs) They speak for those who do not speak. (laughs) My testicles are yours. And then he closes his robe as Scrooge is looking away. And he's like, they have been put up. But, or you know, he goes, they are covered. But remember, they will always be there. <laughs> I just can't. I just keep thinking of the dudes. And then he's talking about his testicles, and that's what makes it funny towards me. Oh yeah. I mean, he. I mean, he. I mean, he gets a little glimpse of like what's happening now. And, oh yeah. Um. And that's pretty much the it for that, right? Mm-hmm. That's it for that. And then it goes on to past, our pre, our future. Yep. Ghost of future, and it is. Is it? It's basically just the Grim Reaper, honestly. Grim, yeah. It's his hooded guy, but you don't see his face like ever. No, and he starts taking him around and says, "Look, you're alone. You're gonna die alone. No one cares about you. You obviously don't care about them. And um, if you keep acting the way you're gonna act, this is gonna be you." And he shows a gravestone. Here lies Mr. Lonely forever. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say that, but um, it's just a gravestone, and he's just saying, "Look, like you are not the way you're going right now. You're just mate. You're trying to you're trying to bring everyone down. Yeah, you know, you're not. This isn't what Christmas is about. Yeah, he's like, look, you're not living a life full of joy and happiness. Like, if you keep living this way, nobody will care about you. Nobody will care that you're gone. And when you are gone." This will be you, just tucked away for nobody to see and nobody to care about. Yep. And a graveyard with other gravestones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he goes from there, and then uh, uh, then he goes to... Then he wakes up in his bed. Almost yeah. like nothing happened the entire night. And then they all come rushing in at him and yelling at him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all just... <laughs> Like Casper comes out, he's like, yeah. "Wait, what about my what about my scene?" Hey guys, what about me? <laughs> get back oh. the robe, you testicle too. Get back, get back under my robe, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he starts seeing life a little bit differently. He starts to take he's he still has like the what, what what would you call it? He's still very like dull. Yeah, he's but not. He's, Go ahead. I was just saying, he's not like... He He almost seems like he didn't believe it at first, but he realizes kind of everything that they said was ultimately true, and he kind of takes right. a look back on it. And in the movie, he actually opens up his, his windows, and he's like, You there! You there, boy! Do you want turkey? <laughs> or geese? Or whatever those things were that were hung up. He's like, yeah. He goes, go buy the biggest one. He goes, one as big as me? Yes, do it. Go buy it, and I'll pay for it. Huh? Just go. <laughs> it's so weird. 
and he spends money. Mm-hmm. He and sends he, that. He sends a turkey to the Cratchits, who has Tiny Tim, and he's like, "It's a Christmas miracle." And he finally goes to his nephew's party. Yep. All is fine and dandy there. Live happily ever after. Until and he, he dies, dies like in two years, because he's still like eighty something. Yeah. Um, but Living at least in the he, worst you know, he time gets, to be alive. He gets two more Christmases to really think back about what he dreamed about. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd just be insane. Just, I mean, it had to have felt so real. Oh yeah, him, which it probably was real, but um, scare the shit out of me. But I always think about it. It's like that better have been really important. Because do you ever go to like a motivational seminar? Like, the, like this would always happen at my school. You know, when they bring in somebody to kind of talk to the kids and all that, right? And like for me, there was one where it was like it was the Rachel Scott thing with the whole Columbine shooting. And they'd come by and they'd be like, look, always be kinder to those people around you and all that. And know that you're important to people and people are important to you. And it really hits you hard for like 30 minutes and then you go back to fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, so for, for football, I don't remember the guy's name. Um, very, I guess he's a very famous, like, motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. And he talks about drive and like making um making everything like making these struggles or uh like grind like the grinding you have to do for football and like working out mm-hmm. make it a habit so much so it's like breathing yeah and uh i wish i could the, knew the guy's name he was black very strong like personality very like very smart and um we were in the auditorium listening to him and just it moved me. But yeah, it only sits with you maybe max two days. Yeah. But Eventually there are you're times, just like, okay, this is I'm done with this now. Yeah. Um that's the kind of what happens in motivation period. Um because it's all fine and dandy, you know, these people can say these things but they don't live in your footsteps they don't live in your shoes. Yeah. It it's it's like the same thing where it's um these rich people are like, it's easy to become rich, just do this. Well, it's easy for you to say. Yeah. You know, I can't people, just, I can't just throw away my nine to five job because I need that nine to five job. Yeah. Well, that's what people always say. They're like, in order for you to make a living on something, you have to take a chance and all that. But people can't take a chance, especially like, say, say like in your situation, Michael, like it's a lot different if I take a chance and if you take a chance and we're separated by what? four years max yeah if i take a chance nothing really happens to me i continue going if you take a chance you have a wife and two kids that you have to support and it's completely different so for someone to be like oh invest 90 percent of your income into stocks it's like some people can't do that some people have to provide for other people so back this was 2014 it was just Larissa and I, and we were living in a as close to ghetto as you can get to ghetto in Keller. Mm-hmm. It's not really ghetto, but like very low income. It wasn't quite low income, but it was like the lowest 
um, apartment you could get. You could just tell it was like old and all that. Yeah. And we were we were legit living paycheck to paycheck. We were having to borrow money from um, my mom and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I'm fortunate now to made the right decisions when it comes to stocks and. Um, Lewis has always been supportive in all of my endeavors or stuff I want to do, um, yeah. like photography. That was a big getting photography started up was like two grand, Jesus. which is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, no shit. And that was just for the camera. We had like we had to get our LLC, so there was a lot, and she's always been uh, supportive. And then now this podcast, very supportive. When I was trying to do Twitch seriously, she mm-hmm. was supportive with that. She always made the joke of, uh, is this going to make me money? Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe one day. Like, and I obviously, like, two bucks here and there, whatever. But th- these little projects that we work on, if we if we keep pounding it, it, it will come back and help us. But, like, oh, yeah. it's... It's hard to, with a full family now. Oh yeah, and stuff we're building and stuff where we are paying for. I can't be like, you know what? I want to go back to school and uh, become a doctor. Yeah, at that point, it's like it's it's like I gotta take my energy, take my money, and put it towards my son now. He yeah. will go to school and become a doctor. Yeah, I mean, my time to change my career path is just about up yeah well that i'm gonna go ahead and say now i am going to make sure that this this whole podcast thing becomes something because this is like one of the only things where i've actually been able to continuously put time and effort into like you said i've had my other things that i've tried to do but this is something that i'm gonna make sure becomes a thing and we made pretty much three dollars on it so far yeah and then here when we get you know Ten times that, we'll buy that plaque for you, Michael. <laughs> it's just like... I I don't need this to become... Oh, yeah. It's not something I, that like, needs to. Like, I can sit here and I can work 45, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. It's whatever. I'm, I mean, I've been doing it for the past ten years now. I mean, yeah. in what's, a, what's another ten, twenty years? Um... I I think I've been fortunate enough to play my cards correctly, but not everyone can just, and I can't either. But not everyone can just like make money. Yeah, you can't throw everything away just to start over. Yeah, um, and I'm only twenty seven. Yeah, but and and he took. I, I can't. I I just went off off topic but um maybe one day we'll become fortunate to do that but uh yeah we'll be 83 and then we'll just go put all of our money into saving a, a kid with polio's life yeah but um no i guess off that tangent now we could talk about what we thought about the movie um very uh Obviously, it's from 1984, so. Yeah. I mean, it, it oh, is what you, You can it, tell us. 
Go ahead. You have to go into no, yeah. You have to go into it realizing this is a, a 1984 movie. Like I said, when the ghost disappears, he literally just shrinks out the window, <laughs> which is funny yeah. because you have you just have to, it constantly reminds you. You know, this is a 1983 movie. I'm trying to look at some of the awards it's got. It's been, it was nominated for the Primetime Emmy, Emmy Award, but... I was about to say, it probably won't have too much. In 1983, no. there wasn't that many awards to go around. No. That's that's all I got in, in nomination, but... um, I, I mean, I tell you what, like, the story... The story's the story. Like, the story's everyone the story, knows the story. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's hard to critique this movie just because, like, it is it, older. Yeah. I mean, at one point there was a, a lady in it who it was like, uh, she had uh, a hood over her head almost. I, I don't remember everything, like, but she she reminded me of another lady. <laughs> I can't <laughs> think of the movies. Ah, uh, man. It's, it's like I've recognized her before. Yeah. But I've never seen this. And then you had, uh, the second ghost. He kind of looks like Zeus. Zeus. Yeah. A little bit. Maybe Poseidon. But, interesting characters they, they, uh, created. And what they uh, look like. Oh, yeah. It's always just, always has been, always will be about some old fart who hates life learning to love life for the next two and a half years before he inevitably dies of pneumonia because they live in the 1970s or not in the 1970s the 1870s and like they all just die of the plague <laughs> I mean what do you think of the um Scrooge himself Scrooge I think the actor did a really good job. Like, are you talking about the actor or just, like... Yeah, the actor. Yeah. I feel like he did a really good job. He he wasn't, like... So, you know how Jim Carrey did the newest one and all that and the animated? He was very over the top. This guy just seems like a guy who he's like, Look, I'm here to do my job. Why are you fucking not letting me do my job? Fuck off. It doesn't seem... Yeah. uh, To me, it never really felt like... He's like, oh, I hate you because I hate you, and I hate Christmas because I hate Christmas. He's like, look, I don't have fucking time for Christmas. I work. That's what I do. So this this kind of reminds me, going back to Scrooge, it, I, I, I've always told myself I don't want to get stuck into a 9-to-5 job, wake up, do the same thing, go home, do the same thing every single day. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that's what he's used to. Um, kind of sad story, but when I lived in Florida, we had a neighbor, and he ended up killing himself. He hung himself in the uh, garage. Jesus. And, um, he was a dentist, he woke up every day, he did the same thing, he went home. And he did it every single day, and he was single, he lived by himself. Uh, and it got the better of him, and he ended up, you know, being very miserable, um, not only like, I believe dentists are in like the top five most suicidal occupations out there. Being a dentist, really for dentists? Yes, I think it goes psychiatrist or uh, therapist, um, dentist, 
I believe Barber. Like someone cuts your hair is up there. Um, people who need to focus on other people. That's weird. Um, let me... I can understand mental health is a very important thing, and if you are dealing with mental health, I have all the sympathy and empathy for you, and I hope that you can get it all figured out. I would never say that mental illness is something that shouldn't be taken serious, but it's to me it's so weird how people can especially in in I understand therapists because you're kind of taking in everybody else's not I wouldn't say problems but they're they're releasing their experiences onto you and I can understand how that can be difficult it's just with like dentists and stuff like that I don't, I, I I just kind of wonder what goes into that okay so the top 10 medical doctors okay I understand that dentists police officers veterans financial service financial services real estate agents electricians lawyers farmers pharmacists I can understand a lot of that yeah except for the dentist I just don't understand what the dentist do you think do you have any idea I, I don't um Hold on. Year after year, both dentists and doctors remain among the occupations with the highest suicide rate. It seems uh, seems as though in the United States, jobs requiring significant levels of aptitude sacrifice I education guess, yeah. seems to be those with high advantage risk of suicide. Um, well, I, it makes more sense now because as a dentist, you do work long hours and it's almost like I'm pretty sure you almost work seven days a week for the most part. But, like, with doctors, I understand most, because if you have, like, somebody die on the job, then that's got to really stick with you. Yeah, I, I think it's, like, I think they work six days a week, and it's, like, uh, it's not a, a nine-to-five. Uh, probably yeah, it's, is like, like, 13 hours. Yeah. Um, and they got to see, usually per a dentist office, there's usually one dentist. Yeah. And then you have dental assistants. Yeah, like, I went to... The I don't know what it's called, but I had to go get a specialty thing done for my root canal. And there was only, like, one dude there who did it. Everyone else was just kind of there to help. Yeah, and they're all dental assistants. And yeah. it's because, first off, dentists get paid a crap ton of money. Oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. They go through a lot of school, um, schooling. And um, I think it's, they, they just wake up, they do the same thing every single day. I mean, how many teeth do you have? 35? 32? I don't know, you're asking the wrong person. I have one less because one of them got root canal and I got all my wisdom teeth taken out. That thing's more plastic than it is tooth, so... Yeah. I, I think it's just like... Ebenezer Scrooge was so used to working at just a 9 to 5, just leave me alone, let me do my... Uh, let me do my job. Yeah, that's what, that was his life. And um, it's kind of... Something I hope I don't get stuck into... Yeah. I mean, different things happen at work, so it's a little bit different, but I don't ever want to be... I think as soon as I feel stuck is when it's time to change jobs. Understandable. Um, um, I don't think I'll need ghosts of future past and present mm. to come talk to me. They'll all be me. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll so, show up in... in 
like white powdered and chains and i'll be like michael you'd be like tyler are you dead i'll be like no i've had a crazy night dude (laughs) (laughs) i've been to your house three times yeah i've come here three times one time i had two kids underneath my robe and you like what are you doing (laughs) those were the testicles in my mouth what the fuck what (laughs) (laughs) that's why they're moist um yeah so what would we say IMDB gave it a 7.8 out of 10 yeah where, where do you see this sitting <sighs> this movie not this story so yeah yeah, yeah. I can't that's, really uh, a, reiterate enough like yeah. it's we're not looking at the story itself the story is timeless the story yeah. is you have somebody who doesn't like basically who doesn't care for other people doesn't see anybody else as like important doesn't even see having fun as being important and realizes that you know things are bigger than just him and his job and him making money and it's all because yeah. of christmas yep and the dude with testicle children <laughs> so wh- wh- where are you putting this on the seven or uh, on the one to ten rating mm-hmm. just the movie I'll I'll give it a six point eight. I think you have five point three. I I'm trying to go because, off of go ahead. It it's because in this time of age I understand it's an older movie, but like we've we've we have technology now, so um and there's better adaptations of it. So uh because of that, I mean this, this movie doesn't really carry too far over. Well, that's why I gave it what I did, because it was 1984. Like I said, it's almost 40 years old at this point. Right, but when you look at Christmas Carol, I'm not going to sit there and watch this one. Yeah, but nobody's expecting you to. Yeah, but because of that, this movie itself did not carry through the years. I'm going to sit there and watch Jim Carrey. Because it's newer. Yeah. But. I feel like the movie didn't do a bad job. I think it was called. What? Oldies and Goldies. They say in gold. I have no idea. It's a lot of bronze. It's a light copper. (laughs) But, um. It just doesn't. After 40 years, you know. Better ones have come out. And that's why I give it where I did. Alright. I'm still sitting with my... I said 6.5, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still going with my 6.5. So, I guess, like... Um... I I, I don't know. The, the movie the movie's all right. I mean, but you're going off the story. I mean, at least, like... I'm not even going off the story. I'm not, going not, off... Not you personally, but, like, when you watch the movie, like, you're not watching it for... The actors, they're going off of the story. Um, Do you so watch any so- Christmas movie for the movie then and not the story? Name me one Christmas movie that you watch for the movie and not the story. No, I'm saying we went in. I said we went, we went into this. I don't. Well, I not with you, the story. I thought you were saying that, that that's the reason you gave it the rating that you did was because it doesn't hold up to other movies now. Visually, no. But visually, it was 1983. 
Yeah, but when like when I go, if I want to go watch the Christmas Carol, there's already better stuff out. Was there in 1983? What? Was there in 1983? I'm comparing this to others. For 1983, or 1984, I could have swore I saw 83 on another one, but 1984, I feel like this was an above average movie. I'm not saying it's a world beater, I'm not saying it's a 7.3, so mine's above average. It's like a tiny bit above average. (laughs) I mean... Yours is average? (laughs) Mine's slightly above average. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, it's... Would I watch it? No. Would like would I watch it again? No. I got better things to watch. Okay. Better actors. Yeah, I could go. I can go watch every Godzilla movie ever, and I'd watch every single one of those over this. But it doesn't mean that this is bad. I'm not saying no, that you're saying I, this is bad either. But I, I'm I'm saying you can't hold it against it. Like the you know you know the feeling that I got as soon as I started watching this. What? I got the feeling of you know whenever you're in school. And the teacher comes in, and they're like, all right, we're going to be watching a movie today, class. And you're like, oh, yeah. But the movie sucks so bad because it's like an old 1953 movie. And they're like, today was the day that Adolf Hitler ate his first bowl of cereal. Now, you may be wondering, how did the brand of Captain Crunch exterminate 30,000 Jews? Find out on today's 18-hour-long episode as we go in deep. And I'm like... It's like, yeah, you don't have to do schoolwork, but the movie's not good either. Because it's old like that. Do I want to watch that movie again? No. Is it better than sitting and doing schoolwork? Yeah. The thing is, we have options now, though. I'm saying the movie doesn't carry over. After 40 years, you you have some classics. Like... When, when I think of the Labyrinth movie, if they ever make... Actually, no. Here you go. Black Crystal. They made a prequel of Black Crystal. Mm-hmm. Black Crystal came out... Get, find me the date real quick. Right. Um, but they they remade um, Black Crystal, I believe, on Netflix just like a year or two ago. Does not compare at all to Black Wait, Crystal. Wait, this isn't it. Hold on. <laughs> this is the wrong one. Oh, the Dark Crystal. Alright, yeah, I typed in the Black Crystal to give me something completely different. I mean, the Dark Crystal. Even if if they remake Labyrinth, one of my all-time favorite movies, it, it, no. 1982. There you go. Dark Crystal is older than this movie. Yeah. And a new version came out. A prequel, technically. And I prefer that because I think that's carried on better than the new one. Did Labyrinth too? If they, I I hope to God they make a remake of Labyrinth. So I just shit on it, and we will come on here and we will watch both because you're gonna take David Bowie. Labyrinth is around the same time too. Yeah, David Bowie, one of the greatest singers, one of one of my favorite movies. Who would you I have could to sit replace down. David Bowie? What? Who would you have to replace David Bowie? If you could pick Isn't anyone. They got the Goblin King? Um, yeah. Who would you have replace him? Ah, that's a hard one. Um, so, if they were going to do a 
you make of this movie first off of the labyrinth like, yeah uh, the labyrinth. they would they would have to make their own original music they wouldn't have the actor make the music in the song in the movie so in labyrinth david bowie made 85 percent of all the music i don't know i i feel like if you pick the right person you could yeah i just nah no i don't think so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to whip some magic up i mean david bowie is so big though too like well he was like an icon back then yeah like find me one movie that almost didn't have a david bowie song in it no um who would replace who would become the goblin king I'm going uh, off of they would have to make part of the music for it also. But they would also still have to be eccentric. You think? I I don't think they're going to get a good... Um, a good... I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, I think... I don't remember her name. That's the issue. I think if they're gonna do, da- if they're gonna remake this, they could make it a queen instead of a king. Um, yeah, the time, time and age. Uh, I don't think it really matters. I, yeah, king I mean, there's a trans person who's playing Hellraiser in the next movie, so just go for it. And who do you think would be the best position to fill that position? The Goblin King. Uh, I'm trying to find her name. The goblin person, I guess, in 2021. Yeah. You got to help me with her name. She's she she was the queen in Narnia. I just don't remember her name. She the was Snow Witch. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, since I've seen Narnia. All right, Tilda Swinton. All right. Do do you recognize her? No, I know the person from the movie. Like I can remember them, but I don't know the person. You're saying that just because they look like David Bowie. Ah, she she acts like a little diva, like a little like mean little diva too. I think that I think she'd be good. Who, who would you ha, have you seen Labyrinth? Yes, I've seen Labyrinth. Okay, I was who, going who would, off of having to do the music with it, as long along with kind of being eccentric and all that. And I was trying to go off of kind of stuff that I thought, like I said, I was going off of musical, like musical abilities and possibly being able to fit the character. <laughs> I, I think I have his name right. But, I, um, I know who you're going to say. Who? I don't know their name. No, then explain. Okay. This is it's a guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he is from, he's gay. No, but who are you thinking of? No, I, I don't. I don't remember his name. He's I th- is he blonde? I don't know if he's blonde. He's definitely gay. I know that. If it's not, um, shoot. Was he in? Where? What are you thinking from? I can't. I can't even like think of the name. Um. Anyways, my person who I thought would he, musically he fit like it. He had like a faux hawk. 
you're making zero sense to me. The person I thought could musically fit it and could... Oh, my Christ. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, N- Neil Patrick Harris. I thought that's who you were going to say. He would, do, he would do a really good job. He might be my new one. And he's not too bad at singing. But I was putting the singing first. I was going to say... Mm-hmm. Um, I think his name's Adam Levine, the lead singer for Maroon 5. I feel like they could dress him up to be that way. I just feel no. like he'd do good for nope. the music part. No, no, no. Right. Uh, I can't, no. No. Adam Lambert, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, there, little uh, baby. I'm going to take Adam you from Levine. your crib and give you a wrestle cup. <laughs> no, at, no. Who am Adam I thinking? Lambert is a, like, he's... I was thinking thinking of Blake Shelton for some reason. Yeah. Adam Lambert is, he was the guy on, um, Merit, not Merit, he got talent, uh, American Idol. Oh. He's the rock star one. No, I don't think Adam Levine would. I don't think he would be good. Just because, like, he doesn't have the characteristics of the Goblin King. That could be changed. No. What movies has he been in? I'm looking at the wrong movie. He hasn't been in any movies, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, he's been in, like... Nothing like main character type. But, um... No Patrick Harris, I can see, though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm completely on you with that. How come I can't oh, find the labyrinth man. on here? Oh, it's because it's just called Labyrinth, not The Labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else could... Now I think mm. about it. Who was the actor that played Queen? In what? Or was it, no, it wasn't Queen. Um, who played Freddie Mercury? Uh, are you talking about in the newest one? Yeah, that actor. I have no idea. I don't know. I mean... I can't remember it. I think... I don't think they'll ever remake it. No. <laughs> Hope they don't. But that, for example, that's like a movie I think if they end up remaking. Another one, Never Ending Story. Go mm-hmm. ahead and try to remake that. Not ever going to be as good as the, the first couple. Mm. Changed but, my mind. That, that's just how it was. So, but that—that's what I'm talking about. Like, it, I know. it carries over for me. Like, I can sit down and watch it right now. Matter of fact, I think if we would have a bonus episode, Labyrinth would be it. But I, I need to dedicate Labyrinth to a full episode. I mean, I don't have. Tattoo mom for no reason. The labyrinth or the never no, story. No, no, no. If you no, no. Is that who I think it is? No. 
No, I was getting him confused with someone else. Rami Malik is who played Freddie Mercury. Gotcha. Sorry, Rami Malik just looked so much like Pete Davidson, and I'm like, if you want Pete Davidson to play <laughs> David Bowie, I will fucking kill you right now. No, 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 no. No, yeah. I feel like he'd be pretty good at it. The reason why I got to miss on my boy right here. Yep. For those of you who are listening on audio, he just pointed to a tattoo that he has. Yep. And now on the other side, Falcor. Very nice. So, we get it. It doesn't carry over for you, but... Wait, what? But, I think with that being said, we've gone a little too far off topic, and um, this movie will never carry over like the others. Um, but still, I mean, we're we're around the 50-60% of we liking it. Um, yeah. So, you know what I like 100% hmm. of? Being able to upload this podcast to almost any tr- any streaming sites. Yep, before we you know say the rest of that, do, though, know? yes, I think Adam Lambert would do a great, would do great in the new Labyrinth thing, yeah. if they were to remake it. Just look at Adam, he, he'd do great. Yeah, and I mean, he's like a pop star, like a yeah. pop star. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. He'd, he'd do really good, yes. Okay, so yeah, never mind, sorry. Continue. Yeah, but 100% agree with so we can, Anchor. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And <laughs> Kevin, you cut me off. I thought we were onto something, but no, uh, Anchor has been really helpful, and I can't thank them enough for just supporting us. Um, oh, and yeah. uh, we've been seeing that this podcast has been taken off on Breaker for some mm-hmm. odd reason. We're on the front page every single time with Breaker, and it's awesome. And um, I think it's because of our five percent Taiwan listeners. It, it's not five percent. Yeah, it keeps it's going up. Six, yeah, it it's keeps 6%. going up. Six percent. Hey. People in Taiwan, if we can get that to 10%, I will go to Taiwan at some point. I will <laughs> say hello to every 10% one of one of you because <laughs> even Cheyenne thinks it's weird that I shout out Taiwan this much. Let's go Taiwan. <laughs> like, they, <laughs> I love Taiwan. <laughs> Fucking amazing. It, well, it's insane. I, it still blows my mind. Like, seeing the percentage of, like, obviously the main place is the US but like it's it's interesting to see that out of 100 people 10 people are from or sorry 6 people are from Taiwan mm-hmm. and um, that easily could just be people using a VPN hey I don't care if you're using a VPN through Taiwan Taiwan's still a big dope and yep and I mean we want to hear from our Taiwan listeners oh yeah uh, we have a Gmail y'all can email us at. We want to know what you think about um, these little reviews we're doing and how our podcast sounds and maybe one day and how we look. Um, and then, you know, we're on all social medias too. Anyone from Taiwan or U.S. or wherever, you can find us on all ma- almost all major social medias. Uh, what else do you got, Tyler? Oh, just basically, you know, 
Taiwan's the second greatest country in the world. <laughs> But besides <laughs> that, I, I once again can't explain how grateful that I know we both are for Anchor and everything that Anchor has done for us. Like I said, Anchor's actually been able to make this where we can make money off of it. Is it making a lot of money? No. <laughs> But it's, I can sit there and say, you know what? It's almost like a validation that somebody cares, somebody wants to listen, and because of that, we, we, we make profit off of it. I think that's completely amazing. And I know that Taiwan has at least provided about six of that. <laughs> yeah, six cents. Mm -hmm. Probably 12 cents now. Probably. Um, no, it's cool. Anchor, Anchor has been very helpful. Um, and I, I can't believe like our first two, three episode episodes where it's only done on Spotify. Mm -hmm. But they, they are uploaded on everything else now. Um, so if you haven't listened to our all of our um, past reviews of Christmas. I think what we're at uh, six now. This mm -hmm. is a sixth one. Yep. Two um, more. Obviously, we have the playlist. You can go ahead and listen to it. Or we know we did Squid Games. We did... Uh, what else? What other movies did we do? We did Wrong shows. Turn for our very first one. Oh, we had I've a Halloween special. We've done a number amount of... Horror movies on Tyler's Thursday takes. We reviewed a couple animes with Kiki's Delivery Service and what was the other one? Tokyo Godfathers, which is yeah. still our best episode so far, most listens. Yep. Um, and then I'm still trying to figure out what Becker's banter is going to be. I have no clue at this point. It'll become something eventually. It, it will be. It will become something. It's just being able to try to find time. I, I don't want to half-ass it mm -hmm. I'm not saying we're half-assed in Tyler Says It Takes or this main one but like I want to put like two episodes on here and just throw, on, throw the rest on to on to the exclusive Patreon. member exclusives yep. yeah so leading on into Patreon um, we do love your all support and it means the world to us um, if you want to support us just a little bit more we either have um You can support us through Anchor or Patreon. Anchor, you get um, exclusive listens. That's about it. Um, by donating for like a subscription base. Or you can do Patreon where it's subscription based and we have different tiers. And you get a bunch of stuff from doing it. Um, once we start getting people on there, we'll start uploading a lot more. But as of right now, we, we're just enjoying making podcasts for everyone. Um, we want all y'all to listen to it. We want to hear what y'all have to say. Um, and here coming next year, um, if I can get the date exactly, January 3rd would be our, the new the new season of Same Wavelength. Mm -hmm. um, we're open to movies for y'all for, for to uh, recommend for us. So... We have a tab underneath uh, Spotify where you can tell us what movie we should review next. All those uh, recommendations will come starting January 3rd and so on and so forth. And I mean, with that being said, Tyler, I don't mm -hmm. think there's too much more to say. No. Um, so I guess 
here and there. Um, I'm Michael. And I'm Tyler. And are we on the same wavelength? Mm, slightly above average. Uh, slightly above average is correct. Well, we will see you all next Monday on the seventh, second to last review. Mm-hmm. Also the seventh review. Yep. All right. Um, the see seven you. is a lot. All right. We'll see you uh, next week. Yeah, we Peace. Will. Peace, everyone. So, I got this sweet tea right here, this jug, mm-hmm. and every time I look at it, I just think about the mess that's in the car to clean up later. Yeah, your sweet tea carpet mat? Yeah, I, I, uh, it was a full gallon, and now it's three-fourths of the way gone. Can I get a gallon of sweet tea so I can spill a quarter of it in my car? <laughs> yeah, fuck it, whatever. I'm going